One of the challenges we mentioned already is that we tend to skew a little more female than male as far as actors that want to be participants in our shows. Mm -hmm. So that can influence the shows that we choose to do. Although as evidenced by The Great Gatsby, we just made it work. Yeah. Um, We're not opposed to gender bending casting. We're not opposed to changing things around. So it's just, it can be a challenge, but it can be a fun challenge. Opposite of Shakespeare. Yeah. It's crazy in a town like Big Sky that is famous for its horrible ratio of Women to men. You have this this struggle in community theater. (laughs) Welcome to Explore Big Sky with Hori Marmot, where we take you inside the stories that matter in Montana's Gallatin Valley. We are your hosts, Joe and Michelle Borden. Get your opera specs ready. On this episode, we're talking Big Sky Community Theater and its upcoming fall play, The Monologue Show from Hell, with our friend and fellow theater geek, Ashley Dodd. The show is set to run November 3rd and 4th, and from what we hear, Lauren Boebert has somehow already purchased tickets to both performances. She is such a champion of the arts. That Boebert. Ah, she's everywhere. I know. She's... Here, there, most uh, CD movie theaters. Um, But yeah, we love the community theater in Big Sky. Um, That's how I made probably my closest friends in Big... That is how I made my closest friends in Big Sky. 100%. Because, you know, we're all weird. It's a goofy group. Yeah. (laughs) And so are we. And we, yeah, we've had a good time uh, being part of the theater um, and kind of helping out with sets and everything. It is truly a community effort. So we appreciate that it exists. Totally. Um, This is not the first time that we have interviewed Ashley about the fall show. Yeah, we actually had... Ashley and a few others initially. We're going through some growing pains here at uh, Explore Big Sky with Hori Marmon as we try to, you know, modernize and, yes. and do We had Karina video. Trexler and Steph Kissel. Karina and Steph, I am sorry. Even a cameo uh, by John Dr- It's Drickle. Ashley's fault, though. I mean, it's if we really want to call her out no. on it, let's blame <laughs> Ashley. You know, she just wanted to be, she wanted to be solo. She wanted it to be just her. That's what it is. Selfish you know, Ashley Dodd. Friggin' actors. <laughs> but uh, we, I think she'll be better the second time around anyway, so you're all in luck. Um, Ashley is, is fantastic, one of our friends, and she has a lot of great insight about community theater, um, and especially this fall's production, the monologue show from hell. But before we get to that. I have a sponsor. Let's do a sponsor. That I'd like read. to discuss. All right. From Mexico to Montana, which mm. actually a bunch of Montanans go to Mexico. It's you true. know, yeah. from Mexico to Montana, 406 Agave's mission is to bring a high quality agave home to Big Sky Country. Mission. Ah, I see what you did there. Buen trabajo, Miguelita. The delicious tastes and aromas of 406 Agave tequila complement Montana's wild and beautiful landscape and the good company that lies therein. Visit 406agave.com. Ahora mismo. Uh, also, <laughs> let Joe laugh at it's, his own jokes. It's ahora mismo, Michelle. Come on. Ahora mismo. Very good. Buen I trabajo. speak some Spanish. Uh, you guys at Mexican restaurants, Joe, Joe does that freaking white guy thing where he does know Spanish, 
But so they'll bring us something and it'll say gracias, like, you know, with a lisp, too, because he was in Spain for a little bit. And I then, only know Mexican siento, Spanish. Li- like, right? sorry if something's wrong. <laughs> like, he says all the basic Spanish phrases yeah. phrases that people who don't even really know. I go off the menu Spanish. a little bit sometimes. Yeah, but for the, for the most part, actually, last time we were eating at a Mexican restaurant, I told him to stop. I was like, Joe, just stop. I think they appreciate Lo it. Lo siento. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. Drink 406 Agave. It is, it's great and it's local. So we should all be enjoying it. And yeah, um, really lifts your, lifts your spirits. It it's is going to lift your it's spirits. spirits. That lifts yeah. your spirits. Is Olay. that something? Yeah. <laughs> Olay. Uh huh. <laughs> that's Spanish, right? Sure. Yeah. It's like bullfighting Spanish. Yeah. That's the only Spanish I speak. All right. (laughs) Let's get to Ashley and see if she speaks Spanish as well. Tortilla chips. (laughs) All right. Today on the podcast, we have Ashley Dodd, who is a community theater member and director. Uh, She wants to talk to us a little bit about the new show that's coming out. I do see... is. There's a little, there's a shoulder next to you. Oh, right. Is there somebody else in the room with you? (gasps) What is happening? How does she have the same? (laughs) Look at this reveal. I hardly recognize either of you. Who is is this with you? Wig Um, twins. This is Stephanie Kissel, who is also instrumental in getting not only this year's show up off the ground, but uh, several of our past shows as well. Hi. Hey guys. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Strawberry Blonde Club. How many people are in this room? <laughs> Just a couple kids, a couple dogs. Exactly. We'll accept them all. All right. Uh, tell us about the monologue show from hell. How did you guys pick that? I don't, I'm not familiar with the work. Tell us about it. It's a fairly new one. Stephanie actually found it um, this past spring in an effort to. Uh, to sort of get more people involved in community theater and have a little bit more low stakes opportunities. Uh, We decided to have a series of staged readings and we tried to find a couple of different scripts that we could have lots of people come and read parts for. It was, you know, it wasn't, wasn't open to the public or anything. I mean, anybody could have come to watch it, but it wasn't for an audience. It was just people coming in and um, wanting to, try out their acting chops a little bit. So Stephanie found this one, which has been fantastic because it has, uh, well, we have a cast, we have a huge cast, but it has a total possibility of what? 30. 30. Yeah. So I, I don't even know where you found it. Where? Yeah. It's, talk talk about it, Steph. What is the show? Uh, so the show, the monologue show from hell is a, um, is it popped up because I was Googling Easy community theater shows, no set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Breaking the fourth wall here. AI. How does one? Yeah. Yeah. So I just I just looked at it. It was uh, uh, copyrights 2016. So it's a relatively recent-ish show. And uh, as you both know, you came and helped us out with Clue a little bit last year. Our community show last year was very set and prop intensive. Yes. uh, We just decided this year we'd take it a little bit easier on ourselves and have something that was a little less so. But also really, uh, as we've been trying to grow community theater, 
we wanted to be able to have a cast that we could include a lot of people. And this one worked out great. We were able to cast everybody that came out for a part. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. So you guys have passed the torch to Liz Knowles this year. Um, how are you dealing with that emotionally other than single white femaleing each other? <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, we, we met Les, uh, earlier this summer. She was introduced to us, uh, through mutual friends at the soul shine concert. Uh, she comes from a fantastic acting and drama background and said she was really interested in music, uh, acting, directing, anything involved with the community theater. She hadn't even known that there was a community theater until she mentioned to somebody else that she wanted to start one in big sky, um, and was told there was one that was here and immediately <laughs> wanted to get involved. So it's been great having new ideas and fresh blood, not only with Liz as the director, but with so many of the people that are um, that are new to the cast this year. A lot of people, it's their first production. Uh, for some people, it's a second production. Um, for some people, they've been trying a long time to get involved in community theater, and this was the year it worked. Yeah. Just like that. You, you don't even know the woman, and you give her the keys to the kingdom. Right? Yeah. I bet she has the code to the theater, too. Guys are so <laughs> trusting. They looked honest. <laughs> she uh, sounds smart. No, she's fantastic. And we're so excited to have new energy into this, um, especially yeah. especially as much energy as Clue took the, took last year. We were really excited to see some fresh perspectives. Yeah, you guys have old energy, you know? Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Says the 80s mom here. I had to say it. Uh, well, uh, speaking you know. of, of fresh energy, are there any notable acting debuts that you want to? Tell us about. Yeah, there are several. There are. Um, we have Tom Moran, Riley Daniels, BC Hollies, uh, Marielle Batan, um, a lot of people that Danielle McLean. Oh, yes. Danielle McLean, who spent a long time uh, being in the side or the back of the stage and is now going to be on stage with us. We're really excited to have her in that different of a role. That's uh, great. That's very yeah. fun. Really exciting. Um, and just uh, some other people that have just barely gotten their toes wet. Uh, Tracy Jacobson, who was in her first performance last year. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. And Marin Dunn, who are just starting to get in. They're back again this year. Oh, I think good. it's really exciting to see that many that many people on stage. Yeah. And will oh, everyone be wearing wigs or just the two of you? I don't know about everyone, but I think <laughs> hey, they would Let them have some reveals. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No spoilers. Yes. So uh, will you guys be able to take advantage of the new facilities in the steam wing? Uh, yes, partially. <laughs> we we were, have... We've used some paintbrushes so far. Oh, okay. uh, yes. <laughs> Again, because it is a fairly, uh, fairly low-tech set, um, there's not too much going on. We've, we've not had to take advantage of the steam center just yet. We were told that we could uh, look into it, and we we had some talks with some folks with uh, with Andrew, with Jeremy Harder, with John Zirkel. Uh, we talked to all of them about being able to use some of the new technology mm -hmm. they have in there. But it just has turned out we haven't needed it for this year's show. But we're really excited going forward to know that it's there and to know that we can do some really cool things in that building. And that I think is going to be able to influence the shows that we can do in the future. That's going to impact yes. Stephanie's Google searches moving forward. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, do you need help as opening night approaches? Do you, do you need set builders or painters or people sending good vibes? I, I think we're good on the set building and the painting. Mm -hmm. We have a couple last minute things that we'll do just 
this next weekend and next week, the week following Halloween week will be our tech week, which will be busy. Um, but I think that the, that the hard skills we have covered at this point. So we just really need people's good vibes and we need people to show up because the full house is a fun house. Very Buying cool. tickets. That's yeah. Well, the whole, yeah. she was looking for an easy set build and she got it. Yeah. How did your, your microphone just sagged? Um, my boobs are talking. Um, <laughs> sorry. The, Don't mind me. Let my boobs do the talking. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, Anyway, it was, they were literally just right in front of my boobs. They just, they they had something to say. (laughs) Um, So how long have you guys been doing this? I know there's probably a slightly different timeline and uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Jeff's been doing it longer than I have. I don't remember what year. So we started in 2013 with um, the importance of being earnest. And I was in that production. I haven't been in every production since then. I think. Vanessa Wilson and Jason Fraunfelker are probably vying for most productions mm-hmm. being involved in. This will be yeah. our 10th full-length production this year. Um, but you started with Great Gatsby, I think. I started with Great Gatsby, and now I can't even remember what year that was. That was when you were pregnant with Asher, I think. So what year was 2017. That? So right around then. <laughs> Um, 2022. And similarly, I didn't know that there was a community theater until I happened to run into Jeremy Harder out at dinner. And he mentioned that there were um, auditions the next day and that I should go. Um, So I showed up. I didn't know what play was being done. I didn't know who was running it. I just knew Jeremy Harder said, go show up. And then I ended up being cast in the all-female version of Great Gatsby. Because at the time, and still a little bit now, uh, we definitely have more women that show up for auditions than men that's shifting a little bit though we've had a lot of gentlemen show up in the last year or two so it's we like did opposite shakespeare you don't have right? enough joe bordens <laughs> that's what i thought so we had uh so we had an all-female version of the great gatsby that year then we the next year we did uh streetcar named desire um i was not directing either of those and then we had um carol wilder who's the current um uh, person that sort of runs the wampack there she directed a locally written show called Howl that mm-hmm. Stephanie and I were both in. Um, and then the following year was COVID year. That's when we got to meet the fabulous Bordens who came in and helped us with Inherent Danger, our That's right. three podcasts so that we could still do some fun theater during COVID isolation. Radio play. Right. Yeah. It's still, still available on, on all podcasting platforms. So. Yeah. Um, and we yes, had. If you guys yeah, missed Chantal. Did we hit. Over 4,000. Yeah, we had you know, pretty good for a little. Hey. Not bad. 4,000 people who never want to hear this voice again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, so many people were confused because we had moved from California and they were like, is that how she really talks? Because <laughs> um, a few people said, I thought you actually talk like that. I was like, no, no. I've got that Alabama, Alabama, Montana mutt language. But um, so what's the best show must go on moment that you guys can give us? <laughs> um, our best that we've had so far, uh, also a production that we were blessed with double Bordens being involved in. Uh, Almost Maine that we did um, in 2021. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, was a super fun show that we did and had some really fantastic music in the in sort of the What's the word I'm looking for? Transitions. Interstitials, yeah. Yes. That has live music, which was awesome. Stephanie and our friend Sarah Mitchell provided for us, and it was beautiful and really elevated the show. Um, But right before, maybe maybe two or three days before the show, 
we're still, of course, dealing with COVID fallout. And Sarah Mitchell let us know that they had a COVID scare at their house. One of their children had COVID. She needed to test. She wasn't sure she was going to be able to do the show. And so we sort of frantically put out feelers to all the other musicians that we know in town. Hey, we have this existing setup. Can you come fill in? <laughs> and we did have a couple of people who stepped up and said, yes, we think we can be there. We think we can help. Of course, it wouldn't have been the same, but the fact that people were willing to just jump right in and figure it out with us was, I mean, that's the best part of community theater and small town living all in one go. Yeah. 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 Sarah was able to, Sarah was able to do it. And so Sarah and Steph did it. And it was, I mean, honestly, it was, that was my first show that I directed and it was my favorite part of the show was the music. And I loved it. Oh my gosh. Yes. That and me hitting Joe with an ironing board. Let's be yeah. honest. That was really good. Yeah. And you just described some challenges of uh, doing community theater in a small town. What, what are some other major challenges that you've faced um, you know, sort of running the show here besides obviously being lampooned by waiting for Guffman. <laughs> We're waiting, still waiting, still waiting. <laughs> uh, one of the challenges we mentioned already is that we tend to skew a little more female than male as far as actors that want to be participants in our shows. Mm -hmm. So that can influence the shows that we choose to do. Mm -hmm. Although as evidenced by the great Gatsby, we just made it work. Yeah. Um, we're not opposed to gender bending casting. We're not opposed to changing things around. Right. So it's just, it can be a challenge, but it can be a fun challenge. Opposite of Shakespeare. Yeah. It's crazy right. in a town like Big Sky that is famous for its horrible ratio of women to men. Oh, women to women, right? You have this, this struggle in community theater. <laughs> Isn't it better now though? It is better. It's, better. it's definitely better. Yeah. We have some, some people that keep coming back. Joe O'Connor, uh, Jason Brownfelker. Jeremy Harder, Joe Borden's been in a few. Um, mm -hmm. so we do have some gentlemen that keep showing up, and that's been really fantastic. And now we have a few more added this year. Uh, Mark Good has been in yep. a couple of productions. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we're we're getting there. I'd say the other big challenge that we have here is just how many other fun things there are to do in Big Sky. Everybody's busy. Everybody, you know, does 18 different sports and has seven book clubs and has yeah. family commitments or work commitments. So that can make it a little bit difficult just to get casting and rehearsal times sorted. Yeah. Or, or maybe they just want to sit inside by the fire when there's 18 inches of snow on the ground outside. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, one of the challenges is just sharing the space and scheduling the theater because we have yeah. a lot of incredible, amazing Warren Miller Performing Arts Center. And we have a lot of incredible entities that use it. Yes. Um, John Zirkel always has like a banger winter season of incredible yeah. performances. He's been doing a lot of fall shows as well. And not to mention all of the high school musical, Big Sky Broadway performances as well. It turns into um, definitely having to collaborate a lot and figure out when those little spaces in the schedule are available for right. us. And even where to yeah. store, where to store our sets and right. things. You know, even even if it's not another production that the community might be using it for a resort tax board meeting or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, another another community event where they need the space. Yeah. So it yeah. is a little bit of a juggle. Yeah. When I was teaching classes, that was it was a very, very small window between community theater and the shows that they were putting on. He was like, I have this hour of this day <laughs> right. just for you. Oh, right. and there's going to be a grand piano in the middle of the stage. Yeah. So go. No, right. yeah. My, my students always love the sets in the background. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. But it is such a great facility. So it's worth going through the extra effort of 
of coordinating with others. Oh, gotcha. We're so, so lucky. The incredible yeah. theater that we get to do our community shows in, the, the lights, the production value that we can have, the fact that we can live stream it. And it's not just, you know, somebody's right. shaky camcorder video of it, but it's actually a really yeah. beautifully done. And uh, the sound is usually good. <laughs> so we're really yeah. lucky. That part of it puts waiting for Guffman to shame, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yes. So who is on the board for the community theater if there is a board? I was at a meeting once and it felt official. Who was at but that meeting? I'm not even sure. You and staff and Zirkle and um, Which bar Vanessa. Which Right? It yeah, was not. It was at Ashley's house. Um, um, we have, yeah, we don't have an official board, but we do have... Um, we do have kind of some people that have sort of taken ownership of it. When it began, it really was John Zirkle and Jeremy Harder. Yep. Um, that sort of, this was their baby and they started this up. And then uh, John Zirkle, and, well, the two of them actually uh, brought in another director, uh, brought in some other people to start breathing new life in. And then just a couple of years ago, kind of right after Inherent Danger, Stephanie and I and Karina Troxler and Vanessa Wilson sort of just took ownership in sort of the planning of things. and. Uh, keeping track of what was happening. We yeah. have a master list that we, that we hang on to. We, we just sort of the four of us and we're, we're happy to have other people involved as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The four of us communicate pretty regularly about, you know, what are we going to do next? What do we need to think about? How do we communicate and uh, get more people involved or get more people's feedback? Yeah. Awesome. And which wigs are we going to buy? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's really what it comes down to. How can people get on your master list? I know we're on it, so we stay in the loop uh, with all things Big Sky Community Theater. But tell me how what people can do to get on it. Well, it's a very sophisticated listserv involving a shared um, document on my computer and my Google okay. Drive. Uh, so if you would like to be a part of that list, uh, you can reach out to any one of the four of us uh, or a- if anybody that's involved in this year's show, you can reach out to them and uh, just... Uh, tell them that you're interested, give them your, or me, your phone number and your email address, and you will be put on the list and you'll never come off again. Nope. There's no one. Yeah. Yeah. And there's we no make a small amount of money from our email lists serve just a little bit, just okay. a little bit. <laughs> we only sell it to like a hundred other companies. Yeah. Fine. So you, <laughs> you got to pay the bills somehow. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Exploit <laughs> us. There, there aren't a lot of emails that go out. We just send it out when we know that there are, um, when we know we have auditions coming up. Sometimes we'll send it out and solicit if anybody has ideas for shows or other events that we should do as a community theater. Uh, again, we had stage readings this last spring and some workshops as well. Um, we had some comedy series this summer. Uh, and I just actually just used the list the other day to send out to see if anybody was interested in being part of a haunted house up here in Big Sky. So it's really, it's yeah. just things like that. Cool. I will say there's a special perk. If you're involved in a production, a lot of times at the wrap party, there are delicious baked goods, uh, courtesy <laughs> Ashley, and it's always great. Yes, it's true. Well, thank you both. Whoever you are, oh, thank Joe was you looking for being, at me to say something. Um, I thought Michelle would wrap this up, but she's going to make me do it. No, I was quiet because I also make make baked goods, and yeah. I was like, we both, yeah. but mine don't have mine don't have. Like wheat in them. It's uh, really delicious chocolate chess pie. Just pie. It's just pie. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you guys so much for your time today. And thanks for uh, keeping the community theater going. Um, 
it's it's an awesome resource um, and a way to kind of bring joy to the little town of Big Sky. Oh, gosh, it's so much fun. It is so fun. And good job, kids and dogs in the background. They really kept it down. So tell them they can, they can live out loud now. <laughs> there were some spooky moments there for a second, like little hands coming in there, tops of heads. I don't know. I mean, we like to just, you know, keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. <laughs> All right, guys. Good. It's always good to see you. See you November 3rd and 4th for the performance of there yes, seven thank you. Tickets on sale at Wampack. The monologue show from hell. There we go. From hell. Explore Big Sky with Corey Marmot wouldn't be possible without our sponsors. If you would like our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Is that close enough? Uh, yeah, it's into the mic job. enough? No, that was great. Really close. Should I not wear these dangly earrings? Is it confusing?